In this week's episode of the Pass the Everything podcast, we learn that A&W has a restaurant, a mascot, and a reaction to the M&M chaos of last week. Does a breakfast spot have a hidden agenda right in the name? A lesson of why you don't let your kid play the Grubhub game on your phone. A food criminal story about a firecracker popping, pizza stealing, taxi jacker. And what did another cafeteria criminal do with $1.5 million of chicken wings? Closing with our food high and low moments of the week. Let's eat. From our table in New Orleans, this is the Pass the Everything podcast. Your favorite food podcast. I think the ADD medication has officially worn off. And uh-huh. you know how I know this? Because we're both fucking spastic. No, I looked hell. at you and I said, what was I about to say? I'm like, oh, I was about to start the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say from our table oh, in yeah. New Orleans. The reason why we're together right now. Yeah. The thing that we've been doing for nearly two years, I think, which is kind of crazy to think about. And it all started because... I decided that we were friends on Instagram. You slid in my DMs. But not and even not in a weird way. way. It's just like, hi, I'm your friend. You're like, I'm your friend. <laughs> <laughs> you want to grab lunch? <laughs> like, kind of. <laughs> you want to see my radio? Yeah. My radio station? <laughs> you want to see my radio? <laughs> <laughs> you want to see my radio? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I wish you would have fucking said that now. So I'd much. be like, hey, I think this special needs girl wants me to come see her radio. <laughs> I'm your friend. Come see my radio. <laughs> I follow you. I like your posts. Go see my radio. Oh, she's doing like a self-imposed make-a-wish. I should probably go check this out. And now you've just been going along with this and doing the podcast just so you don't like hurt my feelings. Yeah, right. Letting you down real slow. Real slow. Not good at breakups, apparently. That's like someone I work with. Um he told me that for the longest, one of his family members thought that when he said like he was in radio sales, meaning like he sells radio advertisement, right? Oh no. The they thought he's they like, thought he sold like a radios. radio shack. Like he's, he he sold radios. he's pushing AM FM. Yeah. Oh my God. Look at the dials on this baby. <laughs> <laughs> Check out this antenna. New Mitsubishi just rolled in. <laughs> Oh, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> and I love how they're also so supportive that they never just question it. They're like, that's great. I'm it's so great happy career, for baby. you. Yeah. <laughs> like, so proud of my boy. Right. <laughs> I like you. We're friends. Come see my radio. <laughs> Want to see my radio? <laughs> that's the funniest characterization movie I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I'm marking that down as a note for the... That's a title for the episode. You want to see my radio? That might be a new record, by the way, for (laughs) title of the episode coming in in like 30 seconds in. Yeah, sure. I thought you meant like how quickly I'm crying. That too. Yeah, we're breaking new records here. We haven't even introduced each other yet. No, please. Yeah. Should I I do that? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, For the sake of the podcast, we call him PTE. He's my podcast partner. He started the Pass the Everything Instagram. And he asked me, by the way, I, I vote yes. Mm-hmm. He asked me before we started this, is drinking a White Claw, <laughs> does that count as breaking dry January? <laughs> well, considering that it's yes. a hard seltzer. There is alcohol in there. Yes. In my defense, and this is legitimate in my head, in my defense, I just associate drinking with getting drunk, which is why dry January for me is such a big deal because it's like if I just have one drink, that I'm not breaking dry January. 
So you're just having drip January? Like yeah. just, a, just a drip of alcohol? Drip January, damp January. Apparently that's a thing that people call it if like they slip up a little bit. It's like you're just being normal. Like you don't even have to give a title for it. You're just drinking. But you're right. And I, and I didn't have the White Claw, even though I really considered it. Now I'm just drinking water. Is it because I said yes? So matter of fact. Oh, if you would have said no, I would. I'd like, be drinking a white claw right now. Oh, did you think there was judgment in that? I don't care. No, there. I didn't feel like there was judgment on your end, but it like you just wanted to be able to. I brag internalized about dry no, no, because I broke it, and I'm going to oh. talk about that. I know, yeah, but I don't. I, I internalized your response. I was like, oh, she's right. It is. She's it right. is. And uh, she is Ashley. She's my wonderful co-host who lends her talents, radio and the podcast, not just with her voice, but with production as well. And you are breaking up with a hand, like a solid, like a group of people. Oh my God, stop making it sound like this I'm in a val- weird... This Valentine's Day, you're going <laughs> to your, your poly family and you're saying, I'm done with all of you. You're converting <sighs> to a more traditional lifestyle. All right, for real, what's going on though? I'm not in a weird situationship <laughs> with a whole bunch of people. Explain your sex cult to me. No. I was gonna. We never talked about this. Our first time talking about it, you know, publicly. I invited them all back to see my radio. Yeah, it just went <laughs> that's how it started. <laughs> was it my radio? <laughs> Been a sex cult for two years off of one DM. Life comes at you fast. No, I'm giving up one of my my trivia nights that I host. Mm-hmm. At one point, I was hosting three a week, which is a lot of work to do after you get off of work. That's a lot. That's a big commitment. And then now I've been hosting two, and soon it'll be that I'm one. hosting one a week. And, and it just so happens one. that my last one that falls on a Tuesday is on Valentine's Day. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, deuces. Yeah. Not that I'm moving or leaving or... Wow. Just You're really explaining it. You're doing the, it's not you, it's me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, you know what? We can still be friends. <laughs> I hope that you do a special playlist in advance for this particular mm-hmm. last Valentine's Day trivia night. I feel like you really need to. I think I'm going to do a mix of like slow jam love songs. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, R&B throwbacks. And then like, I was going to suggest R. Kelly. That feels inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Probably don't do that. No. Is it okay to listen to him? I don't know the rules. You should go ask my radio. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Like we still listen to to Michael Jackson. Yeah, you know. And then at the like end, if Thriller comes on, I'm not pressing skip. Right. Yeah. I did play Beat It tonight at Trivia. Nice. That is that as everyone was leaving. You're like, please exit. No, it was um, during the halftime question where it was like, what are all the teams that have been beaten by Tom Brady in oh, Super Bowls? Nice. See, I. Figured that you had associated the song into something that was going on mm-hmm. because I know how you operate. Mm-hmm. So that makes a lot yeah. of sense. Yeah. So I think next week it'll be a bunch of love songs mm-hmm. unless it's a song clue. And then I think in the second half it turns into all like breakup songs. Mm. Okay. I like it. Wait, does the company that now I'm asking, wait, this is like trivia corner now. Does your company, will they do like specific categories because it is Valentine's Day? Like Usually, rom-coms yes. or something like that? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's really cool. Okay. They'll do the same thing around Christmas yeah. and Halloween. As they should. And, yeah. Okay, cool. Did not mm-hmm. know. Yeah. So, I mean, you can come out and play if you want. I won't, but <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> Like I went to your, I went to look at your radio. It would once, be kind of so. funny to show up at the, at the, trivia that you also are quitting the night of like uh-huh. the one i the go to go. is also the one that you're like yeah. i'm done this is my last one everybody if you enjoyed this then uh yeah then hold on to that memory right <laughs> <laughs> went out on top you know <laughs> amazing for the record uh-huh 
This should be good. This is where you justify your actions. I, I'm going all the way back to the beginning of our friendship. Uh-huh. We did not get lunch. I literally said... I really did come to your radio station. You though. did. Yeah. Because I was like, we should do like a podcast. Yes. <laughs> or if you've ever been interested in doing one, like let's, let's you know, workshop this a little bit. This yeah. was long before we ever did launch the podcast. So we yeah, were behind the scenes friends. And I was like, yeah. so look, here's... And you're like, well, I don't know if I wouldn't want to do this. Yeah. We literally played around on the microphones and stuff in the radio we studio. Did, yeah. So you could hear. My first time ever recording my own voice. I fucking hated it. Yeah. Now I feel like I still dislike it. I'm just used to it. So I just don't think about it anymore. Yeah. I also don't pop my peas <laughs> as much. Try, try to make it nice and quiet. There's also been a lot of improvement, <laughs> I think, for both of us little things that we used to say a lot. So I don't want to go back and listen to like episode three right now. I would never do that. (gasps) I also, I have a tick where I clear my throat a lot and I try to, I'll go away from the mic when I do it because I try to be cognizant of like little sounds that I make. I'm I'm trying to learn here. I'm trying to be a better partner. I just wish I still had that recording from the first day I showed you my radio so you could compare how far you've come. I don't, I even want to ever listen to that, but I appreciate what you're saying. So yeah. Look that at was, us. That was like the closest to a compliment. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> we just get sincere for a second. Yeah, I don't know. Let's move into the scoop. Show me your radio. Let's get I know. Here. Stories <laughs> about food and the news. We have to start with something that we talked about last week. In fact, the, the title of last week's episode mm-hmm. was all about the M&M's chaos. Yes, it was. Yes. Tucker Tucker, the M&M fucker. Right. So for some reason, a root beer company thought that they had to get involved with this. Yeah. A&W. Okay. They decided to make an announcement that after 60 years, they would dress their mascot, Rudy, R-O-O-T-Y, like root, mm-hmm. root beer, Rudy. Got it. Rudy the bear. Not Rudy like the kid that played at Notre Dame. Who was also special no, needs Rudy. and like scored a touchdown? No, no. gotcha. Raise your hand if you knew that A and W root beer had, had a, a mascot. mascot. <laughs> that's the biggest surprise in this whole story. Like that's the story is that A and W has a fucking mascot. Yeah, I'm surprised when I see A and W as a selection at like in a multi store. fountain thing, oh, right? Yeah, Let sure. alone that there's a fucking bear selling you root beer, right. And its name is Rudy, right? Anyway, so after 60 years, they would put Rudy. The uh-huh. bear that apparently has existed this entire time. Weird. That they would dress him because apparently his lack of pants is, quote, polarizing. I like that. Not because they're going to play on words like a polar bear. I'm guessing Rudy's a brown bear. Oh, my bear. God. I didn't even think about that. Oh, come on. That's <laughs> that's what you live for. <laughs> Who am I? This might be the first time. Again, we're just making history here. I'm going to have to give the up The first radio. time I ever, I ever uh, called out a play on words that you did not notice and specifically did yourself. I okay. think it's because you're right. Like, why would their bear be a polar bear? It's yeah, it would be bear. a brown bear. It would be a bear. brown bear. Uh-huh. And the polar bear belongs to Don't Coca-Cola. Don't want to be polarizing. Right. I just think that's funny. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because that bear has had a bear booty for apparently 60 years. There you go. <laughs> B-E-A-R-B-A-R-E. Yeah, yeah okay. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks for explaining that. The beer bear <laughs> has had a bear. <laughs> she sells seashells by the sick God. Okay. That, that was it. We need it, yeah. The beer bear had a bear derriere. Derriere. I like that. Got it. That's good. Wrote okay. that myself. Thank you. Yep. Anyway, Fox Business uh, saw the story. Yes. Picked it up and then started complaining about cancel culture. Mm-hmm. 
So A and W had to tweet. A and W is on Twitter as well. I there's so many things I'm learning. They have a mascot. They're on Twitter. What's I don't know what's next. Yeah, it's been a bottomless bear, and they're <laughs> setting you straight on Twitter. Breaking bear news. Right. Their tweet was like, "Is now a good time to mention that this is a joke?" Well, yeah, obviously now's a great time to mention it. And right. This is a, and I made this comment very briefly, but I was like, "This is what I hate about anything political." It's like. No matter what side anybody's on, if you see something that you think fits a narrative, you just grab onto it and just start slinging shit. It's like, dude, a and is making a fucking joke. And it's not even that good of a joke. Like, just let them let them do it. They're trying to piggyback off of, like, the weird M&M's thing that's going on. And now their bear that no one knew it fucking existed is getting a pair of pants. Oh, my God. This is why I was so confused. It's because we don't have this here. Apparently, this whole thing is not Canada. just about the root beer. It's A&W restaurants, which I've never been to in my life. There's A&W restaurants? Right. There's like, like A&W, there's levels to this shit. That should be their slogan. There's levels to this shit. The Twitter, I mean, the, the tweet is great. The Twitter. Uh, <laughs> the t- wow. The Twitter. You are now my grandma describing yeah. what Twitter is. And then they Twittered you about this. You can't go on the Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> they Twittered at everybody. <laughs> I did a dramatic so reading of the M&M's thing last time. So this uh, time here's a dramatic reading of at A&W restaurants. Yes. Sweet, by the way. Okay. Sorry, I was uh, not fully researched on that story. America, let's talk. Since 1963, Rudy, the great root bear, has been our beloved spokesbear. We knew people would notice because he's literally a six-foot-tall bear wearing an orange sweater. But now we get it. Even a mascot's lack of pants can be polarizing. Therefore, we have decided that Rudy will wear jeans going forward. Not to worry. He will remain our official spoke- spokesbear. After all, he is unbearably cute and nice. impossible to replace. Oh, that was I like that second one. That was really good. We are confident Rudy will continue to champion good food and good times for many years to come now in denim hmm. and yeah that's when they had to come back and be like yo uh joke the whole thing is a joke yeah if you couldn't tell it's making fun of the format of the m&m's one it's a bear y'all didn't know we had mm-hmm. like for some of you you never even heard of the fact that we have a restaurant i just love how also they mentioned in this thing like well it's kind of hard to not notice them at six feet tall wearing some orange pants and i'm like i did not notice that you even have a restaurant let alone there's a bear walking around in orange fucking pants. It's an orange sweater and no oh, pants. Oh, an orange sweater and no pants. That's <laughs> weird. The bear's just walking out with his dick out. But look. Think Brown of- bear with his fucking cock and balls. Winnie the Pooh also doesn't wear pants. Yeah, and he's always dipping stuff in honey. Just throwing it out there. Didn't Yogi Bear Buy have a, a necktie? Pot, just, oh, I think you're right. Yogi yeah. Bear had a necktie and no other clothes? Paddington was just rocking a trench coat. He's a he's a flasher. Like he was, if you saw Paddington in public, you're getting flashed. I think it was a flashed. raincoat. Yeah, flasher. <laughs> yeah, it's even worse. Yeah, flasher, wet flasher, wet, flasher yeah. in the rain. Yeah, flasher in the rain. When it's nice and dark out, so you Paddington bear outside of your window. Right. Trump, that's Trump. That's traumatizing. What other bears can we think of? That uh, can you think of any bear that wears pants? <sighs> now that I think about it, God, bears are sick fucks. <laughs> Tell you what, put some pants on. Doesn't even matter like the type of bear. Even the 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 polar bear, the Coca Cola bears, they don't wear pants either. And it's cold as shit where they're at. They don't even care. Probably have little peepees because it's all cold up there. Just walking around with their little dinglings. Oh, no. <laughs> like now I'm even thinking of like sports mascot bears. I've never seen pants on a single one of them. Well, I'm trying to think of sports mascot bears. 
well, the Chicago Bears, but I don't know what their actual mascot. We're going way too. Mm-hmm. We need to stop. This mm-hmm. is the ADHD. The whole thing is a joke. Yeah. The whole thing was yeah. a joke. Well, now we're we're worse than any kind of news outlet so because wait. we're the ones talking about bears with no pants. <laughs> now I'm going too deep with the it. The answer is all of them. Is the bear a joke? Like, or is it that he's going to no, wear pants? No, the bear is not the joke. It's the the bear wearing pants is the joke. Okay. We are we're in very deep right now. Very <laughs> deep. <laughs> Oh, that was such a dad joke. I'm done. I'm done. We need to, we have to move on. We okay. can't, we can't. I'll move to the next story okay. with, with a great segue because that was talking about cancel culture yes. and whatever. And this next one is about a place called Woke. Okay. A Connecticut woman has opened a cute little breakfast place called Woke Breakfast and Coffee. Uh huh. And some locals are refusing to support it because they think. Woke means the business is connected to wokeness. An ideology. Right. Really, it's just like the O is a little sunny side up egg and it's cute. Yeah. And it just means like, I woke up and now I'm enjoying this. And now I'm having some sunny side eggs. Yes. Got it. And so people are saying like, I'm not going there because I'm on a woke agenda. Like, what do you think? They, They fried the woke agenda into your eggs? Like tossed it in your omelet? Yeah. Now you're going to walk around Would telling you like everybody your pronouns? Would you like a side of socialism with right. your toast? Right. Like, no, thank you. <laughs> I ate there once and now I'm telling everybody my pronouns. <laughs> no. All right, so what's the deal? There's a story, though, behind yes. why this restaurant is named this and now it's become a thing. And now it, it really makes me feel a certain way because these people are just being assholes like, I'm not eating there, when really you have no idea of the background, the context. The person who started this place... Uh, is an American immigrant yes. from Mexico. Mm-hmm. First of all, before you get into like, they're taking our restaurants and taking our jobs. She's been here 17 years. She owned another, um, uh, like a pizza restaurant before this. Okay. And she sold that place so she could scale back and have better hours. You know, breakfast, great. Yeah, sounds great. So she could spend more time with and take care of her 10-year-old autistic son. Okay. So all solid reasons. She sounds like a solid all-around person. Stand-up human. But just didn't understand. She, d- she didn't understand that there's like the a language word context. attached. To, yeah, yes. that's a whole thing. And honestly, I'm kind of fucking annoyed that a single friend of hers is like, hey, by the way, there's this thing going on. Like It's like attached to an ideology. Mm-hmm. You might just want to like tread carefully. Oh, too late because now it's already a thing. And right. anyways. And honestly... It's just because she wanted probably to use that cute little logo of the. Oh, a hundred percent. She's like, this would be awesome. This little sunny side egg up and like with like the letters and everything. It looks really cute. Let's design this. And now you're right. totally fucked. Because the subtlety of the difference between the word wake and woke. Yeah. You know, when you're learning, like wake and bacon, that play that restaurant in New Orleans. Sure. Yeah. But if you called it wake and bake. People are going to be like, oh, she's pushing the weed agenda. Yeah, pushing the So you know what weed. I mean? You have yeah. to, you have to be so careful. There's always something attached. Yeah, I get what you're saying, 100%. Right. Yeah. But she was quoted in this story, like, I'm a Mexican. I don't know anything about what woke means to some people. Yeah. She's like, I literally just want to make eggs. Right. Yeah. I want to serve people great coffee and breakfast and then spend time with my son Done. and be able to support my family. Yeah, I like it. People are like, I'm not coming to your place because of the name on it. Well, once she figured it out, unfortunately, she had already spent like thousands of dollars on yeah. branding, on signs, on menus, on little cup sleeves and whatever yeah. else expenses of starting a restaurant. I wouldn't know. I've never started a Zero restaurant. Zero idea. It sounds like the worst job ever, but congrats to people that do it because I would never be able to. So I really hope that there's been enough 
you know, positive PR for this person and her backstory and everything that she stands for. And yeah. And also I'm sure she just does fucking awesome food. If the person does great food, then just, you know, bypass the right. unintentional, you know, divisive name of a restaurant and go eat some fucking eggs and bacon and everyone can hang out right. and, uh, and be normal. So I don't know. It's a, it's, I, I don't know. It's a, like a tricky spot. You just feel bad for somebody that unintentionally like, like divides a potential, you know, clientele base. And then anyways, it's all fucking dumb. But, you know, stories like this are coming out. That means people are talking about it, which means that hopefully there are some individuals out there that will be educated to the fact that, hey, this isn't like I'm not attaching bacon and eggs to like a fucking ideology. Like Political I'm not, I'm not, agenda. Yeah, like that's insane. It, like no. I'm, I'm just trying to serve breakfast and hopefully people can see that to educate themselves and they'll go in there. And they'll have their scrambled eggs and bacon and grits and all that. Right. And this is a small town in Connecticut. Apparently residents, according to the town council chairperson, uh-huh. residents have been waiting for a new breakfast place in this town since two others have closed. Oh, so, shit. Okay. Well, so they need a breakfast Just spot. shut up and eat the breakfast. Yeah. Go there. So you'll be all right. Spend less time looking at the sign outside yeah. or the front of the menu. Also, that would make no sense. Why would all of a sudden they'd be like, you know how we're going to get back these motherfuckers? We're going to open a breakfast spot in the, in the, in the town <laughs> where there are stars for breakfast but they're gonna have to tell everybody they're eating at woke motherfuckers mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. actually now i think about it would be a genius ploy <laughs> to like find a town right that's like that's like leading a certain way and like they're deprived of one thing and then like you offer them that one thing but it's attached to the thing that they hate mm-hmm. that would actually be genius i would be all for because that would be like next level trolling you're shoving that down their throats yes along with a delicious omelet <laughs> yeah right <laughs> fucking hilarious i wonder if they're gonna be on the delivery apps yeah i don't oh i see it's what a you did segue there. into I, the next yeah, story I see what you did that first i was like wait i don't know oh, okay i see what you're doing <laughs> there's a six-year-old boy in michigan named mason mm-hmm. who apparently was allowed to get on his dad's phone to play games for 30 minutes before bed okay that's such a sign of the times right there that like, what is the treat of, you know, finishing your homework or doing what you need to do for the six-year-old? I get to play on Your dad's reward phone. is dad's phone time Mom, before dad. bed. I, I don't understand that. And maybe you do. I don't know. I don't have kids, so I don't understand it. What is up with the compulsion for kids to play with their parents' phones? And also, just like get a broken phone somewhere and give it to your kid. Like, here, use this. You're not touching my shit. Because mm-hmm. that's the kind of dad I would be. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're not getting my fucking phone. Right. So you can send pictures to Yeah, do unintentional weird things. Yeah. Now you're, you know, you're texting grandma weird shit. Like, <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you're doing. Like, no. you're a liability. Anyways, right. I, I never understood that. Maybe a parent that listens to the podcast can reach out and be like, do you let your kid play with your phone? Like, what's the deal with that? Can you give him a fake one? Maybe know. at the end of the day, you're just like, fuck it, fine. Yeah, that's true. I, at the end of a long day, and they're like throwing a fit. Like, dude, shut the fuck It'll up. It'll make him be quiet. Yeah. I can go here's, take a shower. Here's the phone. Can, you know, fine. Yeah. Just go on TikTok and right. have him take all of your data. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to go take <laughs> right. a shower right. and pretend like you don't exist for right. 30 minutes. So for 30 minutes before bed, he let him use his phone to play games, mm-hmm. but wasn't clearly sitting there monitoring the child. So that's Mistake strike two. numero two. Right. Number one was the phone. Right. Letting him use his phone. Yes. Strike two is not watching him because okay. what happened, Mason opened up Grubhub okay. and started firing off orders from various restaurants, <laughs> some for hundreds of dollars worth of items. Oh, no. And you know what? None of it would have happened if dad had been sitting there with Mason yeah. while on his phone. He managed to buy five orders of jumbo shrimp. 
Nice. Salads, shawarma, chicken pita sandwiches, chili cheese fries, ice cream, rice, grape leaves, and so much more. That is a very eclectic. I love the variety that little oh, Mason yeah. went in for. Mason don't discriminate. This is a... Uh, what see is like in the movie Grandma's Boy when he's like really stoned and he's got everything on like that one baking pan and he's like, I don't mm-hmm. know what you are, but I'll fucking eat you too. Mm-hmm. Mason literally did that as a kid and just ordered everything. He's like, you're getting all of it. Right. Like if I'm stoned, I'm just going to give Mason my phone and be like, you know what? Like you're, you could just do right. your thing. Here's a grub up. Let's get the Mason special. But also like put on credit because I want to have my Almost a thousand dollars. Almost a grand That's on Grubhub so... in one night from one child. Oh my and Lord. you know what the extra funny thing is? Yeah. Mom wasn't home so this was the night that dad was home with the kid alone. Oh no. She was out at the movies. Uh-huh. For context. There's going to be a follow-up story of them getting divorced. Right. Yeah. The mom is a baker. Okay. So this was like close to the weekend and then when the doorbell rang... The, the dad was like, oh, this is probably a delivery because we're coming up on the weekend. That's a really busy time for my wife's bakery. Yeah. We got, weddings and shit. Yeah. yeah. Got some stuff rolling in for the bakery. Right. Makes sense. So he was putting the kid to bed. The doorbell rings and he's like, oh, that's probably a supply drop off for the big wedding weekend. And then he looked at the bag and it said Leo's Coney Island. Okay. And he's like, I don't think that's anything for the bakery. Yeah. But I'm confused. All right. And then it rang again. And then it rang again and like cars and cars and cars are like pulling up at his house. Like it it says in the story, cars were pulling into the driveway while others were trying to pull out. Oh my God. That's amazing. I finally asked one of the guys, like, what are you delivering? Yeah. He's like, chicken shawarmas. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, what? What a shit show. So finally he looks at his phone and he sees the repeat messages that your food is getting ready. Your food is being delivered. (laughs) (laughs) Bing, 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 ding, 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 ding. Right. And then you start getting the photos because they have to take a picture of where they left your stuff. Oh my God. And it's like bag next to bag, next to bag, next to bag on your front porch. I hope, by the way, really quick, I hope they left everything on the porch all together, mm-hmm. like some like fucked up kind of mural, right? Yeah. Like, where, like right. just like leave it all there. Maybe like put some candles on the outside I'm of sure. it and snap a photo. Like this is the mural to the order that Mason placed on this date in 2023. The, uh, what, what is it actually called? Uh, whatever. So the person that drove up with Leo's Coney Island, mm-hmm. right? He takes a picture. There's one bag. Yeah. Then the next person is like shrimp shack or whatever. <laughs> now that picture has two bags. Now in it's it. two bags. Yeah. The next person that comes with the chicken shawarma is like, now there's three bags. Yeah. Then there's the ice cream delivery, four <laughs> bags. Oh, oh what God. a great spread. I mean, seriously, this is a very impressive, uh, very impressive order. I'm curious as to how the parents got out of this because you're stuck paying this. If I'm a restaurant right. and I receive this order, right? And then a parent calls me and is like, "Hey, I didn't mean to order this. Actually, my kid did it. I'm sorry, dude. Take so, that up with the application because you place an order, you paid, and you waited food, long enough to realize we're not. We can't take the food. The food is yours it's at your porch, and now the money's ours. Right. So you have to figure it out. This is not a us problem. Maybe right. watch your kid better. I don't know. So yeah, I'm saying it like it's really funny. Like you're looking at all no, the notifications this, this is of the problematic. delivery. Yeah. And then he looks at his bank account and he's like, oh shit. Yeah, not good. The kid ordered so much that one of the charges, a $439 bill from Happy's Pizza. I love that's it from a pizza place. Though. Was declined. Okay. Because they were like, this is insane. After, you know, the 
however many, $600, $700. And he's like, all right, one more order is $400 worth of pizza. Mm-hmm. Finally, the card company is like, okay, we can't authorize. Right. What is going on here? Who are you so feeding? So what you brought up, like, he's right. You He tried to cancel the orders. Uh-huh. A restaurant like, no, nah, that's out of my control. You should talk to Grubhub. Yeah. Um, and now he's like, okay, well, I'm stuck with it. I can't get rid of the charges yeah. and because have I a, have the food. Yeah, porch full of everything. A porch full of everything, everything. right. And the kid is in bed now. Like, it's his bedtime, <laughs> and I am home alone with this child, and looks what look what happens yeah. when I let, you know, my yeah. wife go to the movies for one night. Yeah. Clearly, I cannot be left alone with this kid. Yeah. But thank God she is a baker and they have a whole bunch of fridges and stuff in their house. That is, if there's one like kid from a family to fuck something up and be okay with it, it mm. sounds like this is a very fortunate situation where like we actually have a ton of storage. And they invited neighbors over to eat yeah, this block smorgasbord party. Now of food. it's a block party. Yeah. Right. And yes, he did get a talking to. Mm-hmm. Some money was taken out of his piggy bank to make him understand that like it's not just fun buttons. How old is this kid? Six. There's no way in shit he's got a thousand dollars in his piggy bank. No, that'd be hilarious. If it was taken out of like his college fund. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to understand. Order one more thing. You're going to community college. Keep this up, motherfucker. You're at a state school right now. Well, I mean, first you have to explain to kids that those extras in the games, those add-ons, those upgrades, whatever, yeah, those cost, cost money, yeah. right? Well, they because they trick you because they make it like, oh, if you use if you do one token, right? Like they, mm-hmm. they'll change the currency to advertise towards kids. And yeah. next thing you know, they don't understand the concept. This is real money. Yeah, right. It's a problem. Well, you can buy five tokens for a dollar fifty out of your mom's credit card. Yeah. Like, oh, that yeah. doesn't mean anything to me. No. Yeah. <laughs> I just got five tokens. I needed yeah. five tokens because I needed this new costume. Everything costs one swipe. This mm-hmm. is super easy. Mm-hmm. So during his talk with the kid, like he's, he's not sure he fully understands mm-hmm. what he did. Right. Cause he's only six. Yeah. And, it's designed that's very photo friendly, right? So he was like, Ooh, oh, yes, these yeah. are all ice cream, pizza. Like, is this chicken swarm is surprising, but like, everything else makes a lot of sense. Right. Yeah. In your mind, like, what's the game? Pick all your favorite foods, yeah. make an order. This game is the best game ever. Right. It's super easy. I win every time. The kid raised his hand and asked if the pepperoni pizzas had arrived yet. Oh, that's adorable. Well, no, kid, that's the one order that yeah. got declined <laughs> because you ordered too much other shit. That is pretty good. The one thing that he asked about is the one that got declined. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. spending $1,000 on everything else. Mm-hmm. Eat some jumbo shrimp and go to bed. Right. <laughs> right. Fantastic. So now she's like, next time I leave the house, neither of you have phone time. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Also, I don't know. Like, if you're going to let your kid play on your phone, maybe be next to them while they do it. I don't know. Right. Or group- Like, they could do a number of things. Like, they can, like, pull up the internet and literally, like, unintentionally go on a porn site. Like, sure. there's, there's an unlimited number of fucked up things that can happen on a phone. Why the hell would you just, like, walk away and let your... I don't know, man. I think this uh, $1,000 Grubhub adventure should have taught the parents a lesson as well. So Right. Yeah. You know what I think you can also do is you can arrange certain apps that are okay for Mason. Mm-hmm. On like yeah. a, a page all together yeah. or like in one of those little group boxes if you yeah. have an iPhone. I'm sure, there's like a like, family lock option, right? No, I'm not even that. I'm just saying like arrange them that like, oh, see this little box that has these pictures? These are the Mason's games. Gotcha. This is where they all yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes you sense. You can use any of the apps in here. Okay. Anything else you cannot do on yeah. daddy's phone. Yeah. Stay out of the hidden fo- folders. <laughs> photos folders. Hidden photos folders. Don't Not go, a parent. Don't go in there. So mommy and daddy love each other very much. On your phone? <laughs> Sometimes they document it. I guess. <laughs> okay. Want to see my radio? The what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't look at it. 
look at mommy's radio. <laughs> Again, for the record, it is not a code word. It literally was, you could come to the radio station. No, there was, there was a physical radio station. Yes. yes. But it's so fun to make it weird. <laughs> I know that you and I both love the food criminal stories. For whatever reason, they seem to be the most popular with listeners as well. Yeah, Bean Can Man, I think, might be my favorite story of all time. It's pretty up there. So I've got a double dose of food criminals to close up the scoop this week. Okay. This one is up in Canada. A 31-year-old woman in Winnipeg was arrested after she went into a crowded restaurant and set off a firework inside uh-huh. so she could create a distraction for her to steal a pizza. Wait. <laughs> so her distraction was to bring attention to herself. So she could then steal. I mean, I guess I'm trying maybe, to understand the logic. Maybe the here. fuse was long enough on said firework. <laughs> well, like she's a fucking Looney Tune character. Like, what is happening? <laughs> Wiley Coyote in Canada, hungry for a pizza. Like a thirty foot thing that comes out of the out of the restaurants attached to like a giant firework on his slash Acme bomb. firecracker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is I. I just don't understand like the. The rationalization behind this. This doesn't make any sense This whatsoever. is the kid Mason grown up in Canada, still mad he didn't get his pizza yeah. because that charge was declined. At anyway. first I was like, lighting a firework, is she celebrating like Canadian Independence Day? I don't and even know like, when that is. Yeah, me neither. I'm just trying to throw out I guesses like as to what's happening. They have a whole extra batch of holidays, and I know this from experience because I am the voice of... Canada? A, a Canadian insurance <laughs> company on their phones. And so... <laughs> You have a lot of customers in Winnipeg? Saskatchewan. Oh, yeah. Hi. Thanks for calling. <laughs> but no, That's I had incredible. to record all of their, like, we're currently closed for this blah, blah, blah holiday. Yeah. And as you're reading it, you're like, what in the fuck? I don't know what the fuck this holiday is. Yeah. And I feel like there's more for them than we have here. Okay. We are currently closed for Boxing Day. Yeah. <laughs> we look forward to speaking to you when we reopen on Monday. Wait, is that a real holiday that you had to do an ad read for? Yeah. Or a, a notification for? Yes. Boxing Day? Mm-hmm. What the shit is going on in Canada? <laughs> no wonder why people are taking fireworks in a pizza place to try to rob the joint. Right. I just need a pizza. Yeah. Popping fireworks. Then it gets worse. She goes outside and she hails a taxi. Okay. To hop into with her stolen pizza. Wait, they let her walk out and take enough time to flag a taxi down? <laughs> right. What kind of, I don't understand anything. But I also picture the uh, like the police officers in Canada wearing like those like funny like bell shaped hats carrying like batons, and they also oh, act sorry. like yeah, and they also act like cartoon characters. Mm -hmm. And if they're not doing that, they're definitely on horseback. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For sure. Mm -hmm. The the Mounties, is that what they call yeah, exactly, them? Exactly, yes. Yeah, so she goes outside and hails a taxi. <laughs> okay. Not even like she had ordered the Uber and it was like they're waiting for yeah. her and they're like, are you my Uber? Hop in. Like Firework. Yeah. Everyone don't pay attention to me, but pay attention right. to me. Right. Guys a pizza, calls a taxi. Right. So she gets into the taxi. She starts acting belligerent. So the driver's like, I'm kicking this chick out. Okay. She's crazy and just got a hot pizza in the back of my car. Yeah. So I guess he stopped the taxi. Uh, she wouldn't get out. What? He opens his door and then she jumped into the driver's seat. Stop it. And starts driving. And this is where it gets bad. Wait, there's more to it than this? So now she has a stolen car. She's now dragging this man. Oh, man. I thought this was going to be a funny story. Now it was like a person being dragged. This person alive. 
But the cops pursued the taxi, arrested her. She crashed it into a snowbank, which is very Canadian. This is the most Canadian, yeah. Two counts of robbery, possession of a weapon, failing to comply with prior court orders. Oh, so she's so, already a troublemaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> failed to comply with prior court orders and being like, I'm going to lie out this firework, take this pizza, jack this cab, steal the cab. Right. And then drag the driver behind the seat, behind the freaking door. I'm only sharing this story because no one was hurt in the restaurant. Well, that's and good. the cab driver is in stable condition. No, well, great. So I think he's going to Because that make... happened in New Orleans and that person did not survive. No, exactly. No, it was actually really brutal. Right. Yeah. That's why. And that's the first thing I thought of when he started talking about the story was the incident that happened in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, damn, that took a turn. This sounds like drugs. Uh, yeah, I was going to say drugs or like <laughs> men, just mentally unstable. Like there's no way that a sane, sober person does something like this, right? Like I don't, it, the beginning I thought was crazy to be like, here's my plan. I'm going to light this firework to distract everybody so I can then steal a pizza. But it's like, dude, you're the one lighting the firework. Now you're drawing all the eyes on you. Mm-hmm. I don't even understand part A, and you're you're not even talking about part W yet. A and W. Oh. Unintentional. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they have it. pizza, so I don't think it was one of those restaurants. Bears don't have pants. I really don't know what they serve, honestly. Just, it's Me a neither. root beer restaurant. <laughs> yeah. I don't, they got to serve like burgers and root beer, right? I've never seen an A and W restaurant. I feel like is it like a max like a mashup place where it's like a half KFC, half A and W? You know that like a KFC Taco Bell. I feel Bell's? like it's probably like, like a Dairy A&W Queen. And Dairy Queen. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, probably. But you've never seen one though, right? No. Okay. Because me neither. I'm sure somebody in the DMs will be like, "Actually, A and W is a really great spot." I'm sure it is. I'm not saying that it's not. I'm saying I've never fucking seen. Take one. us there. <laughs> yeah. Take take me there, please. Right. But they do like a hickory burger. I'm just picturing like what they would serve. Like a burger with like hickory barbecue sauce, like onion rings on I think top. there's definitely like a, a chicken like tendy basket. Oh, a million percent. Yeah. I would eat the fuck out of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. A&W. There's burger. There's cheeseburger. Yeah. There's maybe bacon cheeseburger. I could see that. Just like all American shit, yeah, right? definitely American shit. Mm-hmm. What does A&W even stand for? No idea. I have so many questions. I like that we've moved this on. This franchise makes later. no sense whatsoever. I don't understand anything about like their their logo, the fact that they have a fucking restaurant, and what A and W stands for. I'm just I have so many questions. <sighs> okay. Yeah. All right. I'm trying to move on. I'm sorry. I'm just I'm really I have I'm, one last story. It's messing me up. Okay. Um I feel like we may owe an apology to the cafeteria system of schools in America. Is this because the lady was selling the weed last week? Right. We brought that up. Uh And now it seems like they're taking a closer look at cafeteria workers across the country. Oh, wait, this is a real thing. Okay. I have another cafeteria story. Nice. Food criminal. This one in Illinois. Mm -hmm. A 66 year old. Midwest. No, the last one was in Louisiana. I was thinking of the chili cheese beer. Oh, oh no. I was talking about the temp cafeteria worker. Yeah, that was Louisiana Louisiana. with the weed brownies. Yeah, and also so was the bomb that was (laughs) the egg bomb. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, This is a 66 year old woman in Illinois. She is, or she was, the rest in peace. She didn't die. God, I just took you from the story about the man dragged from his taxi to a dead cafeteria worker. 
Yikes, Ashley. She just flipped it like a switch. No, uh, she was the food service director at a school district in Illinois. So she was like queen of the cafeteria ladies, it seems. Yeah, this is like the, the, the Adam Sandler song, Lunch Lady Land, was written after her. This woman, Vera, had been working there for at least a decade. Jesus. Like... Hope you got a pension. With she those probably sloppy worked Joes. her way up the the cafeteria ladder. You know how high are the ranks though? It's like yeah, like food service director. No, but I'm saying like what's like the steps the in between? District. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Don't know. Anyways, congrats to her, but apparently not. During the pandemic, she started over ordering chicken. Okay, maybe and, she really likes chicken, and she'd and pick so it up herself in a district cargo van. Okay. The extra chicken was never brought back to the school. At first, you're like, oh, an honest mistake. You did an order that was too big during the pandemic. No, this is an honest mistake. But this one, there wouldn't be a story. We would be wait, talking about wait. it. Something went down. Wait, during the pandemic, when a lot of schools went completely virtual, and uh-huh. now all of a sudden you're over-ordering the chicken. Okay. Okay. Uh, over the past couple of years... That's a lot, a lot of chicken. How much chicken are we talking? She finally got caught. I'll tell you the, the how much in a little bit. But first, how, how she got busted. Okay. She was ordering massive amounts in this chicken order mm-hmm. of chicken wings. Nice. The schools never served wings to the students because of the bones. Okay. That also makes sense. Choking hazard. Right. Because yeah. kids are dumb. $1,000 on Grubhub. Right. Okay. So, unclear what she was doing. With all those chicken wings. And when I say all those chicken wings, uh-huh. I mean $1.5 million worth of <laughs> oh chicken wings. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> a million and a half dollars in chicken wings. Gone. So they don't know if she's been like feeding herself and her entire family off of chicken wings for a decade. Chicken wing black market. Has she been selling this? Yeah, I was going to say, like... uh, Does she have a food truck? There's got to be something going... She had to have been selling this, right? She she was, like, on this Silk Road for chicken wings, just slanging that shit. There's no fucking way that she was eating all of this. I also just looked up that average... The national average price for chicken per pound, it's $1.83. So let's be conservative and cut that. Let's do a pound equals $2, right? Let's just bump it up 17 cents to $2. That would mean that, wait, so you said how many, how many pounds? I said uh, $1.5 million worth oh, million dollars. of chicken wings. Okay, gotcha. Okay, I was trying to convert that over to pounds. God damn it, that's fucking insane. She was arrested. She's currently being held on a $150,000 bond. pounds of chicken wings. And that's me being, again, extremely conservative. I'm like, I'm like bumping it up and giving, it's actually more than that. Over the past couple years, so that is so many fucking chicken wings. Oh no, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Oh, I thought you were like downplaying. <laughs> it. I was like, it. how many fucking eat wings do you eat? No, I'm just trying to math out. Yeah, the chicken. Yeah, she had to have like a secret restaurant. You know, she opened up a wing stop, wing we shack, need a, wing. This snack, is like a rare thing where I actually want like a follow up to this story, which we never do, and we always will forget. <laughs> But it's one of those things where I'm like, I need to know what you are doing. Like, I know, like, my gut's telling me you're you're selling chicken wings. I don't know where, I don't know how, but my gut's telling me that this is the case because there's no way in hell are you eating all of that chicken. I need to know what you were doing with it, though. It says district. Also, damn, a million, like, it's also insane. You're doing it for that long, 
And it took a million and a half dollars worth of chicken wings for somebody to be like, wait a second, let me look at this last transaction here. This doesn't make sense. Like, bro, she's already hit a million fucking dollars. Like, you're just now catching on to this? District funds were used to pay for the food, according to prosecutors who did not reveal what became of the chicken wings. The scheme was uncovered by the district's business manager during a routine mid-year audit. The manager found the district was $300,000 over its annual food service budget, despite only being halfway through the school year. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Uh... Whatever that she's doing with it, I feel like they're purposefully holding it back from the public because they don't want to encourage people to... She definitely found a way to, you know, profit off of this. And now she's going to be spending serious time in prison. Do they, do they list, like, what, what her, uh, like, sentencing is going to look like? It just says she's in custody at the Cook County Jail with a $150,000 bond. That's fucking nothing, dude. That's like one-tenth of your wings. Just sell a little bit and fucking get out. <laughs> is she a flight risk? <laughs> That'd be hilarious if you couldn't leave the country because oh you were God, illegally f- selling chicken wings. A flight risk because yeah, of chicken I like wings. That. Yep. I just love that the And this one chicken will not cross the road. <laughs> all right, I'm done. Employees of the district's food provider were all familiar with the defendant due to the massive amount of chicken wings she would purchase. They were like, Oh yeah, we love her. She's great. She's our best customer. She is blowing cash. She has written us so many IOUs because you are so negative on your budget. (laughs) Meanwhile, purchasing things that, you know, it's also insane too. It's like, I actually feel like this crime would be a lot easier to get away with. All you would have to do is pick a food item that you actually do serve to the school and you sell in abundance, right? Because now you can just be like, oh, well, there's an error because we're still doing at the school. And then you're just taking like whatever the difference is because you're over ordering. Like that could be, you can claim ignorance on that. Now we're just telling people how to commit crimes. But it's one of those things where it's like, I feel like you could have gone down that route, but for whatever reason, she chose fucking chicken wings. And to her credit, I mean, she got away with it up to a million and a half dollars, which is bananas. So I'm going to take it from like a funny, goofy, what the hell story to, I hope she's like a Robin Hood. I don't think she is. Because this is an impoverished uh, school district. Uh-huh. This is just you having a good heart. She's I'm definitely not a Robin trying. Hood. I'm trying. She's living in a mansion paid for by stolen chicken wings. A mansion made of chicken wing bones. I wish. Yeah. It's like the, uh, it's like the Dave Chappelle when he did the, oh my God, the, MTV Cribs, and he had the chandelier made out of uh, chicken wing dinners that he's had over the years. That's her, but in real life, in every room. I'm really, really trying to paint this as as a good woman who is trying to help people. Mm-hmm. The district's total enrollment is 1,600 kids, uh-huh. more than 80% of students qualifying as low income. Mm-hmm. And if you think about during the pandemic when a lot of kids were sent home, yeah, if they were relying on school... Mm-hmm. for their free breakfast, free lunch programs, whatever. That's two of their meals out of the day. And now they're being yeah. sent into their low-income homes and yeah. not having food provided for them. I really hope this woman was doing chicken wings and driving them around to kids' houses or something or right. having like a secret pickup where parents could go get these chicken wings, your, which your are portable, right? They're very portable compared to like a regular cafeteria lunch. You're I talking like, yourself into this amazing scenario. You're doing like this Sarah McLaughlin, like arms of an angel song over playing like kids eating chicken wings. That's not what happened. She fucking sold these. She did something with them. She's not Robin Hood. No one's going to going to come to her defense. She was selling these chicken wings a million and a half dollars worth. And then she finally got caught. There's no way in shit that she's like 
secretly like meeting with the kids in her neighborhood to like feed the impoverished with stolen chicken wings from a supplier. But if she did, what would the song be that plays from the wing van? You know, like the ice cream truck when it's coming around the neighborhood. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. We need a, we need a wing van guy. That guy, if I had kids would not be allowed near that guy. Cause he's definitely smoking a cigarette while he's working. <laughs> like, a cigarette. Yeah. I'm just trying to picture like somebody. A cigarette. No, he's definitely smoking weed. No, but I'm saying but I'm just driving the I'm wing trying van. to picture like a disgusting person who's like driving the wing van to like slinging wings out the side of a van. Wing van guy is stoned as hell. I'm just saying, I just picture him being kind of greasy. <laughs> I'm cool with it, but do I want my child hanging out with the wing van guy? My answer is no. Also, oh my God. But what could, song is he playing? Wait, but we could make a killing if we had a wing van. Oh not, my God. Not just like a food truck that like stops in front of a bar or whatever, but a wing van a wing that van. drives through neighborhoods. Yeah. Just hot wings on demand. Mm-hmm. No one does that. Pictures of which wings you could get oh on the side God, of the van. Oh my God, dude. We got like buffalo ready to roll. Let's go. <laughs> You want lemon pepper? That's the number three. And we definitely would have to like copyright a song because that way it has to be ingrained in people's minds. Whenever they hear that song, like, oh shit, that's the wingman. Sure. Because when I said ice cream truck song, you immediately thought, yeah, what's the wing song? I don't know. And our slogan could be something cheesy, like everybody needs a wingman. Oh my god, dude! Shut off the podcast. I know we, yeah, we gotta go. Right. <laughs> first, first I have to rise through the ranks of school cafeterias. Is that slogan not a good one? Wait, though? I just wait, thought of wait! That. First, I have to rise through the no, ranks of yeah. school we cafeterias. We need you to quit your radio job. I need to become the district supervisor of yes. cafeteria rise food service or whatever it was. I'll hold off right? doing my shit for ten years. I'll wait for you. I have to be the person that's yeah. in in charge of placing the orders. Yeah. So I can put it on the district's tab that I'm mm-hmm. getting these wings and then we can use. While you're doing that, I'm putting the van together. You're putting the van yeah, together. I'll copyright right. everything, trademark the whole deal. Then I'll figure out how we can get the wings to go and we're rolling. Yes. Everybody needs a wingman. <laughs> this is brilliant. This is fucking brilliant. <laughs> the sad part is there's like 90% of me is dead serious. <laughs> like, I also just imagine poor Vera <laughs> in jail. Do I take jail? out the equity on my house tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine this woman Fuck. like listening to this podcast yeah. and having a reaction of like the Scooby-Doo villains. Like mm. I would have gotten away with it, but these yeah. meddling kids <laughs> took my idea. This is the case of the lunch lady turned wing woman. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. I'm telling you right now, I think a mobile wing truck would be fucking brilliant. I'm not disagreeing with okay. you. <laughs> okay. I'm just, <sighs> check back with us later uh right now we're gonna do our food high and low of the week i don't have a low i only have a high oh must be nice go ahead theo's <laughs> meowing at us for us to yeah. finish the podcast he's very I, upset yeah. yeah um my high is i had my first crawfish of the season nice where'd you go i went to buy you beer garden mm. i was there waiting and ready for them to drop the first batch okay on a saturday yeah um, was it packed? Was everyone like, let's do this? Well, when you're waiting for the first batch, it's not as packed yet, but throughout the day, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I avoid that place because it usually gets really packed and I'm really mm-hmm. weird about going places with a lot of people. It just mm-hmm. gives me anxiety. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so I had, I think technically I had a, a serving and a half. Okay. Which. Pound-wise, what are we talking about? Uh, 
three five? pounds? Okay. I don't, I don't know. Okay. Just enough to tickle your fancy. Mm-hmm. Okay. You like dip your toes First in. of the season. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Didn't want to go too hard. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I'm going to be like, give me 10 with the sides. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm going to be here a while. I need two rolls right. of paper towels. Right. Yeah, three beers. <laughs> I do. I will say it's kind of different because, you know, growing up in Lafayette, we would go to seafood restaurants. And now here I tend to go to crawfish pop-ups. Yeah, it like is more other of a places. pop-up place. The only place I go to in this area that's a restaurant is Dini's. I will go to Dini's. Um, there's a couple places I'll go, but I'm mostly going to these pop-ups where there's a yeah. preset size that they give you. Mm-hmm. Whereas back home, you tell. you'd sit in a restaurant and they're like, do you want three pounds or five pounds? Do you want medium? Yeah. I mean, mild, medium, or spicy? Yeah. This is like, you get this container. Yeah. Here you Enjoy. go. <laughs> That container is $20. Like, what the fuck? Right, exactly. It was, I want to see. Which I understand why they have to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but God, I can't fucking wait. I'm so excited. Because the thing, and I'm sorry, I'm not trying to hijack your food high and low. No, that's it. But every, (laughs) I mean, it's the best. That's all I got. I got crawfish. It's the best high. It's fucking crawfish season. um, There's like a little tradition every year. So one of my best friends always comes into town for Mardi Gras. And it's an unintentional tradition, but the first time he came here, he had never had crawfish before, and I want to take him to a restaurant. He's he's born and raised California and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I picked him up from the airport, drove him straight to Dini's, and at Dini's, tons of crawfish, all that stuff. They bring you out, like, the potatoes um, with butter as, like, an, mm-hmm. just a free appetizer snack on, which is insane. They have, like, the frozen chalices of beer. So we start, so I also inter- introduced him to like a bead of strawberry, a bead of amber and all that stuff there. Mm-hmm. And so now every year, the first thing we do is go straight to Dini's and just like fucking grub, like all the crawfish, all the beer. And then we're also catching up while we're doing that. And it's mm-hmm. like, okay, it's Mardi Gras time. And like, that's when I'm like, let's, I'm so fucking excited. That's really cute. It's a tradition that we have now. I and want now, a friend to pick me up at the airport and take me straight, straight to crawfish. To, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you're more than welcome to come when we go. I'll I'll shoot you a text. Okay. I'm very excited for this. Should I do my food high and low? Yeah, go All for right. it. I don't have anything else. I, so my food high is I was reunited with my favorite Indian place, Taj Mahal. I enjoy Taj Mahal. Yeah. I'm trying to wrap this up because Theo's meowing really loud in the background. <laughs> and these mics are... He's our timer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like the episode is long. <laughs> okay, Taj Mahal. Um, Taj Mahal. Just great every time. It's fantastic. I just, I can't... Seeing their praises enough. They're located, if you're familiar with the New Orleans area, they're located in Old Metairie. They really are my favorite Indian place. There's some new ones that have opened up that people are like, have you tried these out yet? No, I have not. I have my staple. No, I'm fucking loyal. I, I'm loyal as shit. When I know, I know what I like, I know what I like. Um, So Taj Mahal, my low is I broke dry January. It's not food related, it's alcohol related. It counts. I... I do regret it because I only had three drinks and I did it. I went to the exotic animal races at the fairgrounds, the tracks, because it's in my fucking neighborhood. Right. And I was like, yeah, I'll go check that out. Did not know because I had been, but I had been like when I first moved here and I remember it being a good experience. This experience, it was good because, you know, with good company, but it's one of those things where there were no bullshit, thousands of people trying to get in at the same time. And everywhere, because I walked like all the way around the track trying to find an entrance that was less of a clusterfuck. They were all clusterfucks. The staff was yelling at people to get away from the doors <laughs> because people were trying to like run inside without having like their things. This sounds like the sinking Titanic. Oh, it was insane. <laughs> and then I also- Women re- and children only. I realized as soon as I had like got there that 
Tulane had turned it into a fraternity and sorority event. So they had no Oh my God, bullshit. was this on Saturday? Saturday. So all these shuttle buses full of fucking 19-year-olds who are blackout drunk show up at this thing. They're all running around. Again, hammered. We so couldn't figure out why go, there were so many of them at Bayou Beer Garden. No, and I'm pretty everywhere. sure they yeah. went from Bayou Beer Garden yes. then to that. Because they were in weird you, costumes. Yeah, they were, and they were like, costumes what are doing here? And like weird like suits with like turtlenecks and like chain. It was fucking weird. And I'm like, oh my God, this is like the exotic animal races. But Tulane has made it their like formal event. And everywhere you go, you're just surrounded by 19 year olds. I waited in line with my friends. No bullshit. We, we clocked this. 45 minutes to get to the front of the line to get a drink. Oh, no. And so I got my two drinks because I had a drink at the house. And I had my two drinks there, watched a couple of the races, and then left. And then just went straight back home. And I was like, I just broke dry January for that. Like, for fucking what? Can I can I blame something? By the way, I still had a good time. I still like the race. I still like the the, the track, the exotic animal race. Like, you get to watch, like, ostriches and, and like, fucking Zebras? zonkeys. Like when a zebra fucks a donkey, they, oh. they raced zonkeys. Okay. By the way, those zonkeys don't like to race. They started running sideways <laughs> and then two of them just stopped. Like, <laughs> Oh my God, zonkeys are me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I actually don't run. Yeah, Thanks. I actually don't. And just stopped and be like, I'm done here, bro. So you can just go ahead and hop off. Y'all anyways, literally ain't never even seen one of me before. Yeah. So like, I did enough today. It's, I don't know. The whole thing was just insane. And I can't believe that it took that long to get a drink. And I was like, is this what I remember? Like what drinking was like? Cause I don't, this is not enjoyable. Like as, I, as a former Tulane student, can I, can yeah, I blame, no, please, no, please. I'm going to blame the existence of rideshare apps. Okay. Uber and Lyft and whatever else there is. Are there? I don't know. No, I think those are the ones. Uber and Lyft. Yeah. Okay. Um, because when we were in college, we mostly hung out at places that were in the little two-lane bubble. Yeah. Because otherwise you had to call United Cab or one of the sketchier cab companies. Yeah. Call them, wait for the cab to arrive. It was a whole thing. Now, yeah. they're so like open to exploring outside of the bubble because oh, it's too easy. Everything is open. We made it too easy for them. Everything is open. To infiltrate the rest of the city. Dude, they had this shit scheduled. They had fucking multiple charter buses. Like so, they fucking pulled up like they were doing a funeral and out popped out just a bunch of frat bros. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah, we used to do frat buses too, but yeah. it was at night. Yeah, no daytime and everyone's blackout drunk. Ugh. Yeah, they were going hard. Yeah. I'm sorry on behalf of... It was actually kind of funny because one of my friends I was with went to the bathroom and she came back and she was like, I'm in there. And there's a girl who is just getting sick, like into the sink. And she's like crying and looking at herself in the mirror. And her friend's like standing next to her. And the girl like stops getting sick for a second. And she's like, I haven't even drank today. This is just from last night. I don't want to fucking be here. And my friend was like... You know, it's funny, actually, we don't want you either. No, but my friend was like, you know what? I actually feel for her because I've been in that situation where like you have committed to this event mm -hmm. and you're so fucking young the night before you're going to go out until four in the morning and get blackout drunk. And now you're at this event and you're physically fucking dying. And all you want to do is be in your bed. And now you're in public and you're falling apart. You're at the yeah. exotic, and now animal, you're at the day exotic party. animal races yeah. and you're at like a dirty racetrack and you're getting sick in the bathroom. Sounds terrible. Sounds awful. All of it. I'm like, dude, I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I have way too many gray hairs to be standing around a bunch of fucking 19 year olds. Like, I just, I don't you like You now this. have 19 more. Yeah. No, I felt it. Yeah. I felt it. Bing, bing, bing. Yeah. Sprouting out of your bing, scalp. Bing, bing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
hopefully we have uh, a better week because I feel like I'm drinking soon. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> the crawfish was exciting. I feel like this was overtaken by the the big bad batch of Tulane kids. No, the crawfish is the best part. <laughs> yeah. Crawfish well, is the best part. We'll find something else to look forward to. Uh, in the meantime, you can find us on social media at PTE Pod on Instagram, wherever you listen to your podcast. If you could like, share, rate, review. We will talk to you next week, hopefully with more highs than lows. Back for seconds. <laughs>